Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boys. Connor. Hello. Benny. Hi there. Well, it seems every year Super Bowl comes rolling through and so do a whole heap of trailers. So this episode is purely dedicated towards racking those up. Is that the right expression? I don't That's know. It. Yes, That's we rack up trailers on this show. That's what we do. Rack those trailers up there. <laughs> what, is, what is your guys' experience with American football and the Super Bowl? Connor, you're originally from Canada. Uh, what is what's because uh, it's totally I'm just not across it at all. I'm um, not across NFL in any way, shape, or form. Occasionally, I'll watch the Super Bowl, um, and then like, oh, you know, this might be an interesting thing to get into, and then completely forget about it until the next Super Bowl comes around. Mm. Um, but yeah, typically it's it's not really in my wheelhouse. I had a bunch so. of friends who played fantasy football for a while. Um, I have actually watched one American foosball game. Did you say foosball? Yeah. Foosball. I watched um, one. This was in 2012 when I was in America. Oh, um, I watched nice. it in, a, in an actual Coyote Ugly bar. So there were women dancing on the tables. Don't remember much of the game, um, <laughs> except the, uh, the Avengers trailer debuted uh, during that game. So that was very exciting like, for me. get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's the best part of the whole game. Um, so, yes, I have actually watched one. Okay. Didn't understand it. I have watched. But I don't understand Australian football. I've played it one time. It's it's good fun to play. Nice. Did you get all the pads and everything? No, no, no. Oh, that's the best Aussie part. Aussie rules, mate. Yeah. Just go, just go at it. Wait, you played Aussie rules? Um, Aussie rules Actually, that's gridiron. Probably, <laughs> that's probably a good uh, place to segue into what we've been watching. I know Is it? we said we <laughs> were going to <laughs> we were going to cover <laughs> something else, or we'll cover in a sec. But I, I, I'm going to take over for just a moment. I mean, I watched that three part Netflix series about Aaron Hernandez. Um, the oh. football player who um, was convicted of murder in 2015 or something um, and allegedly uh, p- potentially he, he was found not guilty of murder of two other people, but it's complicated. Um, but anyway, the, the, I don't know if you guys know much about CTE, but the, the traumatic brain injuries that yeah. people um, have in, in combat sports as well as, um, you know, sports such as this. Is this what the Will Smith movie Concussion was about? Yeah. Uh, cool. And it was really it was so interesting. Trauma something or other? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was it really, um, I thought it was really quite compelling and very similar to Making a Murderer, but with a few other uh, elements to it. But overall, like a really, really interesting piece. And th- this is... Um, you know, the, the impact these guys have, you know, when you think about rugby, you know, no, there's no, there's no protective, you know, it's, there's, there's so the guys. Sorry, not, George, sorry no, Georgie, I just want to be quickly, I just want to be clear. I do not think about rugby. Okay. Right. No, no, but it's Ever. just interesting that the, the, the protection that the, um, these NFL players wear actually works against them because they yeah. go that much harder. Mm. Well, they don't, they, they don't, I mean, I say in inverted commas, they, they don't tackle properly. Um, it gives them. Don't say that to their face. Yeah, no, exactly. That's right. <laughs> Inverted commas, guys. Um, no, it, like I mean, it, the 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 false sense of protection means that they they just. I mean, God, it's, it's fucking dangerous the way that they tackle. It's really crazy. And these um, guys are huge. Yeah, and CTE is not nearly as big a problem in rugby, well, union or, or yeah. league or, or Australian um, rules football, um, although it is still around because it's you know 
It's a contact sport. Yep. Yeah, CTE is like, it's fucked. It's, it's really big in the military. Um, okay. It's really big in um, uh, sports like that. Um, not, oddly, enough, oddly enough, not as much in certain combat sports. It really depends on like, you know, boxing, it's really bad in. Yes, because it's taking that much more head trauma. Yeah, because you can get hit and be concussed several times in a night, whereas yeah. uh, MMA does a lot to try and limit that to, I don't know, once a night. It was really big last Halloween when I knocked my two front teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. you're not even in combat sports. That was fucking yeah. rock and roll, man. <laughs> it was not <laughs> rock and roll. It was me tripping over on the road. <laughs> yeah, I saw you flood all down. Your foot. All the way down. So that was interesting a, documentary. Yeah. I recommend cool. it. Netflix just putting out some great content. Uh, amongst that includes Uncut Gems. Have you, uh, you've watched it, Ben? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So, Connor, <laughs> how far through it are you? Oh, fuck, I, I, you I, fucked I, up. I, I fucked up. I, I've only, I've only gotten, uh, fuck, I only got up halfway through it. Um, and, uh, just because I was, yeah, but you're a bit of hair. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know how I fucked up that badly, but I just, I, I didn't align my timing right yeah. and, uh, assumed I had more time and then I could only watch half of it. And Madness. before we, rec- yeah, no, it, it is one of the worst films to, to cut halfway through because it's such a, like a non, in fact, you know what? I actually take that back. Maybe it's a good film to cut halfway through because it, it's a bit nonstop that film release. Yeah. Yeah. So tense, I can have a bit it? of a, a moment to breathe and then I'll jump back in from what you did see. What is your sort of non spoiler thoughts on the film? Love the soundtrack. Yes. Really big fan of that. Um, I was and- saying to Ben, it's kind of like a combination between Van Gaal's Blade Runner and like a trippy 70s psychedelic. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get soundtrack. what you mean. And I agree. It's got yeah. that like haunting sort of saxophone horn thing with the big reverb on it. It, it did feel very kind of 70s slash 80s. Um, Especially like the intro, the first, you know, uh, five minutes. Um, But yeah, I'm really digging this so far. Um, It's a weird time to review it, but (laughs) um, sounds like something that I'd be saying about a series. series. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Really digging this so far. But um, yeah, uh, it's um, a really kind of interesting look into that that, uh, gambler's mindset. Um, and the, it's never enough. It's, mm. you know, I have a feeling I know where it's going to go. Uh, I think I know how it's going to wrap up, but, uh, which is not particularly good. <laughs> Did it wrap up where you thought it would wrap up and what are your overall thoughts on the film, Benny? Uh, yeah. So just, uh, a bit of context. This is a film by the brothers, Josh and Benny Safdie. Um, who I have been kind of in love with since their last movie, Good Time, starring Robert Pattinson. Um, also the same composer, um, who did an amazing job on that one I've too. i got to get on that. Um, that's a really cool movie. And it has that really it's very similar propulsive, like this is one night in this guy's life feeling um, just so engaging and kind of tense and stressful at the same time. Um, and it's really good to see someone or these guys who had this, such a strong debut follow it up with another great film. I really enjoyed this one. And uh, yeah, start to finish. Killer. Mm. Props to Adam Sandler, man. Yeah. Adam Sandler, like, I think if you cast somebody that I, I was trying to describe it to you, if you cast the wrong person in that role, they're just like, you're despicable, you're, you're a horrible person. I, mm. I can't believe this is the protagonist. But 
having just that little sprinkling of Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore mm-hmm. charm, uh, the character becomes more like, dude, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, oh man, think- you're burying yourself further instead of being like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. I think people Which are he is age. a piece of shit, but, uh, you know, it's. It it just adds him being cast in there and him being so brilliant in the role. It adds another dimension to this film that is so satisfying. I think people our age are kind of predisposed to liking Adam Sandler to a degree. Um, I, can you imagine the response to this movie if he hadn't, if he didn't like every five ten years turn in a really great performance in a really good movie? Like if this had just been the guy from, from, from Jack and Jill, yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, he can do this. Um, unfortunately, he does have those kind of sporadic moments of brilliance here and there. That you know think- what? It makes me respect him more. Yeah, because it's it's kind of like this thing. Like you, you know, when he does these shitty movies, he's just like, "Fuck you!" I'm gonna like if you're gonna pay to see these movies, like if he can get money for it, he's like, "Why wouldn't you?" Dude, I think he inked a two hundred seventy-five million dollar deal with Netflix for, that, for another four films. Was it four or five? Maybe five. I don't know, but it's like it's it's, it's more bad. than two. Like fuck me. Not bad at all, and 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 the the level of effort that he needs to put it like realistically that he needs to put into most of those films. Yeah. Like if one out of five of those is an uncut gems, fucking I'm on board. Sweet, it's, it's probably worth its money in and of itself. I was skimming the um the AV Club review for this one the other day, and the first comment because I've got him ranked by like popularity. The first comment was like, "How the fuck did this comment section turn into such a shit fight?" I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what's going on here." But it was really amazing. Like some people, and I'm assuming maybe they're people younger than us, just hate the shit out of Adam Sandler. Oh. And a lot of the response to this movie has been overwhelmingly negative um, regarding him specifically. And, and just, I'm like... To this, but why? He, he, I don't know. Like, I'm like, sure enough, you, I can see why people would be like hating on him for being someone who has all his potential and never really utilizes it. That kind of makes sense. But in the era of um, Hollywood kind of going through a mini reckoning... And all of these dark, horrible secrets coming out about people. Adam Sandler seems like a pretty cool guy, relatively. Yeah, yeah. So in the like, grand scheme of things, he's coming out pretty like. Yeah, like, can't, we, can't we just have something nice here? <laughs> From what I've heard, like he's got very stable jobs in the Happy Madison Productions. Mm. Like they've all long definitely time looks after his friends and, and family. Friends. Yeah. Uh, and and you know what? Put it this way: if he churns out five amazing performances, like truly like uncut gems level, I mean, you know. Then you don't have to fuck around all these crap. You just go watch these five Adam Sandler movies. You got the best of the. You got the best of the best. <laughs> Boom. Can you imagine <laughs> if like Daniel Day Lewis, in between all his projects, just decided just to go off and do these like Jack shitty holiday films? <laughs> How fucking good! Dude. I mean, <laughs> little Nicky. That's. I mean, it's not exactly what he's doing, but like he's got these really good projects that come around every once in a while. And then in between, he just fills the time with like just cash. Bottom, bottom of the barrel. What would be the equivalent of his Al Pacino's Don Cacino? Oh my god! You know we don't Daniel talk Day's about that. Cream pie. <laughs> anyway, let's move Jesus. swiftly on. Uh, Uncut Gems. If you got Netflix, which I'm sure many of you do, just dial that in. It's a really... Netflix is coming with the goods, man. I, I, I have been I absolutely said killed ben. it in the past year. Yeah, yeah I said, yeah. like, why the fuck am I going to the cinema? Like, I just dialed Keep in. Keep going to the cinema, George. Yeah, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, why the fuck? You're not going to the cinema. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you were to go to the cinema? Um, oh, I was still the mean, lighthouse. Yeah, like, yeah, right. To that point, yeah. I, like, over the last year, or I mean, certainly this time last year, 
then your opinion on Netflix was pretty sour. Mm. Um, and it, it has been pretty interesting to watch how that has turned, um, not like your opinion, but just like the way that Netflix has obviously become a bit more of a, a tour de force in terms of like the critical response, not just like they've always had that kind of... Um, uh, Extremely you know, dominant market share. Yeah, but they're coming up with like actual quality products. Yeah, now. it seems they've really put to bed that argument of like, you know, can these be considered real films? Can we put them up next to these theatrical ones? Like, you know, this year they've got two nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, which and, is and, and they were theatrical releases simply because they had to be. Mm. Like, that's not where they made their money. That's not where they really made their, like, you know, it, it's it's pretty wild. That, it's, so. That's interesting to cast your mind back because that was a conversation, you mm. know. Well, I mean, Ken you know, Cloverfield the year before. Paradox <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox. With <laughs> and Bright. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, it's been a journey. Yes. Uh, I just want to say I'm still watching HBO's The Outsider and loving it more and more each episode. Oh, okay, I just yeah. watched episode With, four uh, most recently. What's his name? Jason Bateman. Ben Jason Bateman. <laughs> and, um, and Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> and uh, Cynthia Erivo, uh, who I didn't even recognize at first. Um, she's that uh, amazing kind of new actress who was in um, Widows and uh, a couple other things recently. Okay, which um, one in Widows was she? Uh, she was the, the late addition to the group, the, the kind of tougher um woman oh yeah 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 she was like the last one to join their little troop um uh yes absolutely really enjoying the show i hope it, it sticks this to is the stephen king one right yeah um really cool and also i watched last night with a friend um potentially my favorite movie of last year uh wounds <laughs> starring army hammer oh again round three round three yeah round three. um i can't get enough of this movie i i absolutely adore it and unfortunately, the response to it is very divisive. A lot of people think it's awful, which I don't. I don't usually uh, uh, get that much with the movies I love. Generally, they're at least kind of critically. <laughs> I'm a really good pick for these. Things. No, no. I mean, I mean, less charitably, you could just say I'm a I'm an absolute fucking sycophant. And I'm just like, yeah, the, the, the critic. I think you'll find the critics. The Rotten Tomatoes score on this is very impressive, um, which is not actually the case, but it does generally kind of align. That way, but uh, yeah, this one was really divisive, along with a few mm. other kind of horror movies I like lately. But um, I can't get enough of it. What I did really your buddy, buddy think? Um, he he's a little less into horror movies, and he um he he definitely appreciated the atmosphere of it, which okay. I think is such a strength of that movie. Mm. What has that been the best viewing of it? Um, third time through, I would say yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> End conversation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah conversation I, I, like the the fact because I didn't I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as you did, but the fact that you keep harping on about it, I'm like, do I does this yeah, demand? Did a I second miss something? <laughs> viewing, sir, you watched part two, right? It's to be determined. What? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> the bit after the credits roll. I love that movie. If anyone else out there has seen that and really likes it, let me know because I want some backup in this fight. Yeah. Let us know, people. <laughs> Did anyone watch anything else of note? No. I finished up episodes. Oh, yeah. I, I highly recommend Episodes it. of what? No, it's called episodes. <laughs> you son of a... um, Wait, what's I, that? I highly recommend it. Um, Matt um, LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Um, really nice little tie-in. It's five seasons. Um, uh, like, nice little circular, circular story. Feels planned um, out nicely. It does. Um, yeah, just a really, really cute little sitcom. Nice. I must definitely yeah. check that out. We got some Super Bowl trailers to wind down 
top to bottom fam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's hit it up because there's some big ones for 2020. Do you want to lead the way, George? You never you get wanna, to run the show. You know, I'm gonna run the show. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Are you taking my my trailer time? How? Well, you were taking my news time, so I think the only way to settle this is George takes Gary. all the toys. All right. <laughs> all right. So. Um, <laughs> Glasses. Uh, we have a, a really interesting one. We have one division. <laughs> oh god, he's floundering! Oh it's, no! It's, it's, a, it's a combination. I just we put him on the spot. What the, have you done, Ben? The, the gravitas of the number of characters in this trailer. Right. What uh, trailer? One division, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and of course Loki. So this is like the Marvel expanded universe Disney Plus trailer. This is entering. And this is entering the uh, the zeitgeist for everyone now. I didn't you know, expect to those... be seeing any footage from any of these, let alone all of them, uh, so quickly. I am. I gotta say, this has really brought me around because this trailer a, is fucking awesome. From a concept <laughs> level, I was. Con- uh, I, it, this didn't feel as though it was going to be enough to really attract my attention. Um, you know, post me getting rid of Disney Plus. Um, you know, uh, you know, I felt okay, I'll come to this later. Like when it's all out, I'll, I'll watch it. Mm, um, struck me as very odd. Just, uh, just because, like, think, in my own mind, I'm like, I'm watching this shit the second it releases. I mean, I do, without having seen anything, I, I, I think that after Mandalorian had come out, I was a bit lackluster on that. Like, just kind of that dip in the middle of the season. Mm. It, it struck me as, dip. yeah, dip, dip, um, dip. <laughs> dip. Come on. Um, yep. It, it kind of struck me as not having been worth the journey, particularly coming off the the coattails of of Watchmen, which was definitely worth the week to week journey. Um, yep. So I think I was a little bit sour on that concept. But having seen the the um, trailer for this, I am so on point. On point. You're on, on point. point. <laughs> You're, on You're point. always on point, Connor. That wasn't like a trailer, Connor. That was just point. a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel like this is on point. Like I'm 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 I feel like I'll be there day one. Dude, I was very impressed with the selection of the sound design at the beginning. I thought that was really interesting. Crunchy and digital <laughs> and different. <laughs> and and just the opening shot. I love the sound editing, to be honest. The, you like the sound mixing? I thought Editing, the mixing was on yeah. point. Um, uh, the the shield, you know, Falcon coming in and doing it was very, very well done. Mm. And I'm really, and the production value seems there across all of these. It, very much so. It seems sharp. It seems up there with the, the rest of the MCU. It doesn't feel like, you know, for better or worse, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, they had their own look. This looks elevated. Look, she's from flying that. off screen. Um, Jump, but this, yeah, this, however, is twenty-five million an episode, which at six episodes means they are pretty much just feature productions. Out of these three, which are the which are you most excited for? It's got to be One Division. I mean, yeah, I mean, this looks yeah. so trippy and bizarre, and it's clearly they're clearly working it to have so many ramifications for the MCU yeah. largely going forward. I'm just so curious. It reminds me of something out of Evangelion or an anime. Mm. What they're doing with One Division, it's it's really out there it's and, cool, man. and fresh. So I'm super excited. And I've been saying for years, like I, I, you know, people say that the the MCU spans genres. It doesn't. It's all superhero movies with a, a slight spin on them, in maybe different directions. And I've been saying, man, I wish they would do like a, a Vision and Scarlet Witch, like romantic comedy sort of thing. And they're literally making like a sitcom scenario out of it, which 
It's going to be so interesting to see how they, they work with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Did you see somebody mapped out the different sitcoms? Yeah, it's like I be, Love Lucy and bit of Brady Bunch. Yeah, Roxanne or Roseanne, sorry. Roseanne. <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> um, and also we <laughs> see briefly that they have two children in one of them, which is huge um, in terms of comics lore because uh, you've probably even heard of the House of M uh, crossover event in the comics. That's basically when uh, Scarlet Witch had like manifested into reality children for her and the Vision, um, Wiccan and Speed, I think they were called, and uh, eventually realized that they didn't actually exist. So her, her children kind of essentially died and she went um, insane and she's like an Omega level mutant. So she warped all of reality for the entire Marvel universe. Um, so I think they could be leading into something that that's might be how she ties into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. And further, further more to that, um, I think they'll also be addressing this multiverse and time travel nonsense from Endgame with uh, Loki because we see in his one brief shot that he's in what looks like a, a prison uniform that says um, TVA on it, which in the comics is the Time Variance Authority. So maybe he's getting tracked down for fucking around with time and space and stuff, which apparently is what his show is going to be about, um, which is pretty interesting. That so, sounds very, very, very well done. Yeah, if and if they had, if actually do address some of the kind of lingering threads from Endgame, I think that'd be really cool because, man, they opened up a whole can of worms with all that stuff. And there was something we, I think we all found a little bit irritating mm. in a way. Where the fuck's your Loki gone? But if they do it in a satisfying way... Oh, I, I didn't find that irritating, but... The, I found it irritating. Yeah. It was very like in a movie Unclear. that was, yeah, I mean that point specifically in a movie that was so about celebrating everything that had come before and led to this point. It's like, oh, but we've got more stuff on the way, guys. <laughs> it's like, stop trying to sell me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already here three times in one day. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, this looks amazing. All of it. We are dialed in with our Disney Plus subscriptions, correct, Connor? Next up, Black Widow. With a, a, again a really crunchy sound digital design. sound design that I thought was very very interesting. Some new footage here and yeah. there. The visuals, are, I, I take it or leave it. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. But yeah, sound design, sound mixing, whatever you want to call it, fucking on point. It's well put together. It's a really like they really made use of that. Like this is a, a Super Bowl TV spot. We got to get in there quick and kind of just grab people. I'm like this this worked better hear, than most of these did. We we hear Captain Russia's final form scream in this. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I love it though. I, I hope that is David Harbour like screaming or something better like that. Better be in the I, movie, I, I, yeah. I, I hope they bring some fantastic. context to that. <laughs> no, no context. He just does it every <laughs> fight that he walks into. This, for some reason, got me more excited for this piece. Mm. Uh, I don't know. The, the last trailer kind of underwhelmed me. Maybe I'm becoming more accustomed to what direction they're going with with this. Uh, but. It's looking solid. I'm kind of, I'm so into this movie, and I don't know why. It, it just looks like different ground for the MCU on some level, or even if it is more like a throwback to Winter Soldier or something. But I just this this cast and this setting, I think, it looks really cool and different for them. Yeah. Alrighty. Next up, the tidal wave of Disney, mm-hmm. Mulan, the live action. Something that you've been really looking forward to, Connor, because this is kind of what you want from these. Live action movies. Yeah, they've, they've taken everything that I've hated about things like Lion King and chucked it, which I think is fantastic. They're, they're um, uh, you know, trying to reimagine, add value, pro- produce something different while still... Make it feel more authentic and historic. 
you know, it feels like it's trying to. I don't you know, know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> yeah, it's obviously it just, it, a why. It's got the waifu kind of vibe to it, but it also feels like they're trying to make it like live action, real, tangible. I just want to confirm that you said waifu and not waifu. Yeah, waifu. Okay, good. I, I heard that as well. I was just going to let that sweat. <laughs> it took me a second. I'm like, I didn't see that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, like God. for me, this is this is there's I. They there is a reason why this is live action, right? You know, the this wouldn't be the same if it was animated. Um, this this particular version of the story. So I think that that's really cool. They're they're taking that medium and they're they're telling it in a way where that medium makes sense. And that's something that I didn't really like about Lion King because that that story doesn't make sense in that medium. And so, it's it's a. A bold and interesting choice because Mulan is not one of the more beloved of those um, that era of Disney movies, but it still is very popular among people. And to take away uh, the things that are greatest about it, you know, all of the cool songs, uh, the comedy, uh, Eddie Murphy is a little dragon. I think people kind of really, that's the stuff that stands out about that movie. And to really create something that can stand on its own legs is what they should be doing with all of these. This feels like it's the first one since Cinderella to actually take a stab at, um, you know, like you said, kind of adding some value in its yeah. own way. Yeah, bringing something fresh to the table. Mm. I think you, you said it well there. Mm. More so than Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> hey, what if Belle had a plague background story about her parents? Like really, that was that was really cool. I like that part. So this is something very interesting. I asked you guys whether this was a um, a co-production. Normally, films that are are kind of Chinese or China centric um, are co-produced by Chinese companies or even China adjacent. Like we've yeah. seen plenty of MCU movies that have like one scene set in China. And it's like yeah, and 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 that's very much about like. Opening up that market, I think that that China's fairly restrictive with what they allow into and um, to be shown there. Chucking in some Chinese superstars. I'm just looking at this. I don't think that it is co-produced by a Chinese company. Mm. Okay. As far as I'm aware, so the uh, at least on Wikipedia, the production company is you know Walt Disney Pictures, but uh, Jason T. Reed Productions and Good Fear. Um, and I'm just looking through that. I don't I don't think either of those are. Maybe I, I might be wrong. If anyone companies. knows. You know, in my two seconds of research, I, I don't, I don't think they are. But if anyone knows, that's um, uh, that's big mm. to have this movie not co-produced by a Chinese production. Um, yeah, interesting. I guess they didn't. Maybe they didn't feel the need because it is so Chinese. Um, outwardly, it's going to make a billion dollars over there anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it, it. Like I said, it's more about just gaining access or like opening mm. the doors. Um, you know, China's really selective with what they allow. Yeah. I mean, there's a recent story with um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm. not being shown in China because they... The Bruce Lee scenes. Well, yeah. the Bruce Lee scenes and, and, and you know, there, there's some censoring that goes on if they want to be, you know, have, have things shown in China. So, yeah, like I said, it's it just it very interesting that there, yeah. there's no... Could, could indicate some kind of deregulation. Who knows? Which I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it's just Disney being a fucking powerhouse and saying this is our property, we're not gonna like. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It's really interesting. Anyways, Disney will it have a 10 billion year in 2020? No, no, it just no, no it won't. <laughs> no, um, don't count on it. Next up, F9. 
The Fast Saga. Mm. Is that really F9, The Fast Saga? That's the name of this movie? Yeah. Wow. They're getting Then they're going to get away with it. This movie's going to make a mozza. But like that, I think oh, that 100%. naming convention or what... They, not even never, the convention, they what they're never... doing here, bad. <laughs> no, I love that they change it up every single but time. Yeah, like there's, a new there's no consistency. <laughs> That's fine. There's no consistency. The there's no kind is there of is like... no consistency. But like... F9, the Fast Saga, like, no. Okay, let's, can we do it? It's no better than anything else. Uh, the Fast and the Furious? Uh, too Fast, Too Furious? Too, yeah. Um, the Tokyo third one, Drift. Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious. Fast Five. Fast Five. Uh, Furious Six? Furious I'm pretty Six. Sure. Um, the Fate of the Furious is eight, so what's seven? Shit, we're so close. The Fast and the Furious. That's no, that was four. <laughs> that was four. No, it's just Fast and Furious, isn't fast, it? Is that fast and one? Furious, I think, was four. Right in with what the seventh one is. <laughs> Dude, see, this it's is fa- what no, I wait, mean, no, it's Fast, Furious, wait, wait, I mean. fast Five, Furious Six. The seventh seven one. Seven <laughs> Fury Car. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, listen, let's just talk about F9. Uh, we, we definitively no Rock or Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. This is Vin Diesel's property back in his hands. And Han, baby, justice for Han. Justice for Han. Canal, Very man. interesting. And you mentioned they referenced the hashtag there. Yeah, justice is coming is the kind of the tagline at the end there. One of the many taglines in this bloody trailer. Very smart. Um, but so, yeah, because there's been that's been trending for years. Justice for Han. Yeah. Um, He's after a he was killed in a in a post credits or they recontextualize no, no, a post credit scene he died in um tokyo drift in tokyo drift yeah but because he was so popular in tokyo drift they brought him back or and didn't bring him back but they had him in fast five which was technically a prequel to tokyo drift, drift yeah and was then, it really yeah it's oh fuck man yeah. This whole thing is just listen. He's coming back, and everyone's happy. That's 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 the bullet points of it. Mm. Uh, this looks like a mammoth film. What did we say? Six six odd movies in here. Yeah, like, tons of locations, tons of action. Mm. Looks like everything that these kind of films should be. I'm actually, I don't know why. I'm kind of pumped for this. Have this, you liked the, any of the last ones? No. This was <laughs> an absolute roller coaster for me because. Yeah. The first half of this trailer, I hated. Well, I you watched the, the Super Bowl spot and you hated that. Yeah, and, and, and the reason for that is because that was where they stuck all the plot stuff. Mm. And they're not good at plot. Mm. Um, and then the second half is where they just ramped up the dubstep and the fucking music and the, all the ridiculous shit started happening. And yeah, the, good tune. And the more ridiculous they went, the more I was like, fuck it, they don't give a fuck anymore. I'm on board. Do you think on any level this isn't enough of a step forward into nonsense? Like, they're not doing space yet. There's no time travel. They're not superheroes. Like, this is just more of the same kind of big car stuff. I mean, he 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 swings a car. Yeah, no, but I would have expected it, honestly, by this point to be a little further. John Cena, baby. No, John, John Cena is, 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 a, is a poor man's The Rock. I like him, <laughs> but, I mean, it's just... In this, it's very clearly... If anything, he's a rich man's rock, man. Can't wait till we hear about all the clashing egos behind set with John Cena and Vin Diesel and Tyrese. Oh, I'm just just glad to see Tyrese No, your back was on the ground for two seconds, dude. (laughs) I'm just glad to to see Tyrese working. And and he's very glad as well. Ludacris, I just feel like, doesn't give a fuck. He's so good. Luda needs a paycheck. I want to watch his spin-off film. Is he pumping out albums? 
Like, does he need to? I'm pretty sure he's. I remember his album Chicken and Beer Man 2004. That was some good shit, dude. Um, sorry, I'm shit. just gonna interrupt because I, I figured out the um. <laughs> what was the seventh one? Uh, no, we we fucked up. So it's Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, The Fate of the Furious mm. is eight, and fuck then off the sixth F9. one. That's a terrible name. Because it's yeah, well, see? I mean, the ones see, that don't have a weird thing are the bad ones. This, this one's I good. Mean, there's, it's there's no, there is no discernible uh, naming convention for this. There's also an untitled tenth film, which uh, is meant to release April second, two thousand twenty-one, and there's another spin-off film which is just called Untitled Female-Led Film. Ronda Rousey's back, Fucking baby. How good. <laughs> um, so quickly, what do you guys think the tenth one's going to be called? Oh, God, it's anyone's guess, right? FX. Furious 10, 10 Furious, Fate 10, <laughs> Furious 10. I'm going to stick with FX over that. FX, <laughs> FX. That's it. You nailed it. Mm. I endorse that one. Anyway, this movie looks fun, and I'll probably like it as much as I know what all of these, except Hobbs and Shaw, which I really hate. I enjoy it. this more than I have the last bunch. Mm. You know what? We've um, reviewed three of those, I think, on the pod. Is that including Hobbs and Shaw? Including Hobbs and Shaw, and I haven't enjoyed a single one of them. And for some reason, I think I'm I thought, I thought this you one enjoyed uh, Fast Eight, the last one. No. no. Are you sure? That was the, with the remote control cars. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> listen, go back and listen to the review. Maybe I did. Report in. Tell me. I've, I think I've enjoyed them all except for um, Hobbs and Shaw to some degree. Mm. And there was up. even stuff about Hobbs and Shaw yeah. I do like. But. Yeah. Next up. Jimmy Bond, he's back in business. No time to die. You know what? I'm really excited for this. I have no reason to be. No, you, absolutely, because it goes good, bad, good, bad, and yeah, we're yeah. on the good again. <laughs> we're on the good one. We're back. Um, oh hell yeah! So it's, everything's gonna be sweet. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be awesome. Like we have literally nothing to worry Can about. Can you imagine if totally. they tie the bow on this with like the good, bad, good, bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continuation. We're just like mm-hmm. it's gonna be. Fuck, this trailer looks so awesome. Can't wait. It's going to be sick. What was the, what was good, the text bad, in the trailer? It was like the 25th film will change everything or something. I'm like, oh, well, right. I mean, let's not. <laughs> I thought the 24th one already did. No, that was just a bad James Bond film. That's standard. Because <laughs> no, Christoph Waltz was behind everything. Bro. I wasn't, I was he not was entirely sure what was going on. No, he, with, was, uh, he was the bad guy. That's essentially what the film was saying. God, do you remember anything about Spectre? Such a forgettable film. The largest explosion in film history, I Bautista's think. Is it really? Yeah. What's... Um... Unnecessarily. It was just like Blofeld's place blowing up for five minutes. Huh. Oh, the, the, big, the opening the in space. Mexico was really cool. I didn't like the effects on... I felt yeah. really green screeny. Yeah. I was not a fan of that. Um, no time to die. <laughs> it wasn't a slight on you. <laughs> no I did. How, I did the effects in that possibly... scene. <laughs> <laughs> you look so offended by the fact that I didn't enjoy the opening scene of the Bond. Um, Listen, what unknown credit for you? This is not really getting anything. I'm not really excited for this whatsoever. I know my mind is wandering so far on these trailers that every trailer is harping on so much about like Leah Sadu's character's secret and that it's going to destroy him and. All I've thought since the last movie is that she looks like his granddaughter. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest casting for a Bond girl I've ever seen. She looks so young. And I'm like, are they actually going in that direction with this? Because I can't imagine any other secret that anyone would care about enough 
to be like, wow, that actually would ruin him. Dude, I just like, I cannot follow the plot, nor do I need to follow the you plot. You shouldn't need oh, to. Oh, James what's... Bond just happens and it's another one and there'll be another 30 more over the rest of my lifetime. These movies, you got to stop referencing each other. What's Someone the um, remembers the last one? What's ones. the movie that that is the twist in it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I actually don't want to ruin it now. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think you're the most excited for this. I am, but so, I, I've got a soft spot for, for. Okay, every time I see the trailer on the big screen, I'm like, "This looks oh, awesome. it looks yeah. beautiful." The bit where he jumps that bike up those stairs, and I, I'm just, I keep thinking Skyfall, 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 because that's honestly, I really, really, really enjoy that film. I just really want to hear the um, the theme tune, Billie Eilish. Mm, that should be interesting. And I want to hear Hans Zimmer. Next up. We have some more military-based movie contents coming at you. Top Gun Maverick. people want. Uh, this is the sequel to the famous Top Gun. How many? It's 40 years? What, 40 years later? God, 35. Uh, it's not. The guy who did Tron Legacy and Oblivion is directing this. And I think he has got such a... You, know, you can say what you want about the quality of his films from a narrative storytelling point of view but in terms of visually visuals effects and crisp and camera just it just looks fantastic and yeah. this this film this trailer seems he seems to be delivering the goods again that that is why i will go to this film is for the craftsmanship for the 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 just the the visuals really because mm. it, it looks everything looks in camera everything looks really well filmed um yeah, if nothing else, I think I'll get a kick out of that. Joseph Kaczynski, that's his name. That's the director. Yeah, I think this was like the most underwhelming trailer in terms of just pure content. Like I, can't, I, mean, I couldn't tell you one thing it. about it. But at the same time, it's like one of the ones I want to most see on the big screen, like as soon as it comes out. Cause I know it's just going to be Wild. quite a thrill ride. Yeah. Do you guys think from a narrative storytelling perspective, this is going to deliver... Look, I saw Top Gun a couple of years ago for the first time on the big screen in 3D. I love the hell out of it. I couldn't tell you one thing about the plot. <laughs> now, but do you think but, they'll, they'll have the same kind of vibe? The sort of look. I think that I, you're talking no about idea. a property that is 40 years later. That um, is a really massive pop culture. I guess icon or, or, or it's just massive within the Extremely zeitgeist. Iconic, Most yeah. people would have seen this movie purely through osmosis. Like, you know, there's there's endless, endless um, pop culture references to um, the memes. to Top Gun. So, mm. look, I, I think that this movie has everything stacked against it. Like, th- this should be a disaster. Um, in terms of, like, narrative, in terms of plot, in terms of, like, trying to follow up the legacy of that kind of, that, that film. It is like, I hope they didn't spend too much money on it. And if they really, oh, they really, did. if they really didn't, then it might do okay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do. But yeah, no, who's going to run out to see this? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think what you'll get is it, you know at, at best case scenario you're going to get um the the new Blade Runner Blade Runner twenty forty nine like it's it's going to be um people will like great. it and no one will see it. Yeah, exactly. You know the people that you know go out and see it will be like oh, it was great. Mm. Everyone else is going to be like okay. Next up. Uh, kudos to uh, Blumhouse's media buying team because this is, I think, a, a good good get. The Invisible Man uh, coming from horror aficionados. Yeah, th- this is a weird choice on, on their part. Like, I mean... Just quickly, just quickly, sorry. Written and directed by Lee Whannell, who did... Uh, 
upgrade. Upgrade. Yeah. Mm. Aussie Aussie director. Um, so that's that's really cool to see. Very cool. This looks sick. I'm I look I'm, on board. I, I'm I'm not I'm not dissing that anyway. But this is Go like back to Canada. Yeah, this is made for us. 100%. Right. This seems like a really expensive um way to get you know something out about a movie that doesn't really feel like it fits the criteria for spending that much on marketing. Like mm. horror is a bit of an offshoot brand anyways. Um, you know, if, if you're into horror, you're probably, you know, on top of this anyways. Um yeah, I don't know. This just seems like a very strange move. Mm. Does that does that not strike you as odd? Because like agree. you're kind of preaching to the choir at this point. I think I, I, I think I a big part agree. of the the appeal certainly is um, Elizabeth Moss in the lead because The Handmaid's mm. Tale is kind of a juggernaut in terms of yeah uh, like a pop culture presence. Um, so I think <laughs> getting her out in front of eyes in, in front something of the family and and you know after us as well she was in that. Yeah. But I feel like horror is not one of those things where a big name is really going to draw you to the property. Not a big name, but just in terms of getting attention. Because it, it, it does a, happen, like with Jordan Peele movies, like it, they can be big box office successes. More, more so, yeah. um, more often uh, than I they don't used to wanna, be, I think. And it's The Invisible Man. You know, everyone yeah. knows that. Mm. It's an old story. It's like, here's the next interpretation. Yeah. I'm sure this is all Man. just wishful thinking, but I think the potential is there. No, I think this movie looks really good. Oh, I just think they, they've I, taken it at an angle that I think is really cool and, mm. and, and, and certainly very, again, for us, perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really excited for this property. Um, I just, in, in terms of spending that much in terms of marketing dollars, I don't, I don't see what they're going for. Mm. Maybe, maybe they're just, maybe they're thinking like Bloomhouse has enough of a, um, Following this could be a test. A, this yeah. could be a test. You also, know, they've gone to that point now where they're like, let's shake things up and let's see if we can crack. bring this into the more but mainstream. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, this is a, an interesting budget, like nine million bucks to be putting on the Super Bowl. Better. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, like, as a Blumhouse horror feature, it must be cheap as shit. So, getting that much exposure for a really cheap horror movie, that's, a, that's actually a cool move. It's going to be two million, five million bucks. For that media media space, mm. so you know they maybe they just had a bunch of budget left over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we it don't turned... actually have to have an actor. <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> you say, uh, it's like, what, what about all that budget that they spent on editing the guy out? Like, oh, wait a minute. Well, I'm glad we're all on 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 top of this. You know, like we are on point. We are on board. <laughs> Next up, something to that the point. I'm not as excited for a quiet place part two. That. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, halfway through this trailer, I was just kind of like, this is the first one was cool. Mm. Let's just leave it. Let's leave it at that. Also, like, let's not make did... this the, 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 the place of us. If they called it a quieter place, I'd be a little more on board. But they didn't. <laughs> they call it part two. I hate when they call things part two that was never a part one. Yeah. It's the second part. We meant no, to do I know, this. I, I don't mind that because like the conjuring was conjuring part two, correct? See, and uh, maybe The Conjuring was going to fuck out. And they was like, hey. Sorry, The Conjuring was going to fuck out? Yeah, like it wasn't <laughs> going to go. What in that? Sorry. And in, bo <laughs> in box office news, The Conjuring has <laughs> fucked out. What does that even mean? Um, was it was not as successful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you go into that uh, job interview? I fucked out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean it's, not like, it's, not, it's not not unclear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, over to you, Connor, because you love this shit. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Quiet Place. Um, I do feel as though this is a little bit unnecessary, but um, until I'm proven wrong, I'm going to put a little bit of faith in John, Krasin 
John Krasinski. And it does look like they're going in a different direction. It doesn't look like a remake of the first film, certainly. It doesn't. Um, it does look a little trite that they're doing the whole, like, I don't know, humans are the real monsters, if they do to go down that road. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it, it, it is a bit of a a worn path in terms of these kind of post-apocalyptic stories. Mm. Um, you know, hopefully they do something interesting with it. Hopefully they do something a little bit unique. Mm. Um, and it's not just cookie cutter. Um, I mean, if it's a well-made film, if, if the craft is on the same level as um, A Quiet Place 1, and it is a little bit of a cookie cutter story, I'm probably still going to enjoy it. Mm. Just not as much as I would if it was... Not cookie cutter. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I could really. I was gonna say I could take or leave this, but I just want to leave it. <laughs> yeah, I just want to leave. Let this it. Behind. I think. You, I think you've got a bit of a vendetta against a quiet place simply because it. Because he, he he likes it. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I I remember specifically when the trailer first came out. Mm. It was just off the back of watching. Uh, was it the Joel Edgerton film? Um, it comes at night. Maybe, and then you kind of felt like this was like a, a kind of a cheap knockoff Hollywood version of it. I don't think that necessarily, but there was there was a film that you felt like this was kind of the the um, worst yeah. version of maybe yeah, but well, yeah, just because I didn't like it all that much. I, I no, I like it, but that's it. Okay. Anyways, next up we got Sonic the Hedgehog shit hey. with a bunch of people that I don't know. Thank God they reanimated him, and now it looks great. I'm so glad. I'm just like, I'm so glad they're faithful to my childhood. Fuck the internet. I'd prefer he was the ugly one. I don't like this new design. <laughs> Little rat shit. And it, the, the ugly one was at fuck least like, what the fuck? Heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. And this one's Sonic like, it looks kind of like Sonic, but worse, I think. No, I, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I know it took down it a looks whole... Better. You can admit that it looks better than the other one. No, I, no I mean, no, 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 sorry. I mean, it looks worse than the actual Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it looks, it looks worse than the regular than... Sonic design. But at I, least the other one was so far removed that you're like... Yeah, like I didn't really associate it as much with Sonic. Yeah. But okay, I, I, get what I mean, this content is not designed for me. You know, this is for yeah. eight and under. It's, it's Do you know what a, it is designed for? Or what is designed for me? Is uh, Jim Carrey. Okay. Just edit out everything else and just give me the Jim Carrey shit. He seems great. He does a great Dr. Robotnik I, in that first line he has. He sounds really similar to I the actual I did actually, character. truth be, I did have a little chuckle. You had a laugh. I can never tell with you how sincere your laughter is, though. Me neither. Sometimes your laugh means this is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, I I didn't think my joke was that bad, George. (laughs) (laughs) He stares into your soul and he's just like... (laughs) Another one I don't know how much we'll have to say about, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Okay, so how many many Despicable Me Minions films have you guys seen? I think I've seen Despicable Me 2. And minions. Okay, I wow. think I've seen minions. <laughs> I've seen Despicable Me one, and that's it. Um, look, credit where credit is due. I think that um, Despicable Me one and even two are good films. Um, the rest of this generous, series, generous two wasn't bad. No, but it wasn't great. I mean, all right, can we all agree that one was good? Like that was. A- I haven't seen it. Wait, and sorry, I don't what? remember. I'm sure. I just it, said. I just announced. Yeah. It was kind of fine. I thought it didn't do enough with its premise. It kind of reminded me a lot of um, Megamind. Like it didn't ride out its premise hard, premise hard enough. Credit where credit's due, though. They have made a juggernaut out of this thing. Credit where oh. credit is due. 
they have made many billions of dollars. This is one of the highest grossing franchises of in history. It has to be, right? Minions no, it is. everywhere. It absolutely is, yeah. yeah. Every it's Facebook feed of every right? auntie that you haven't seen in three years oh is just covered gosh. in minions. Minion <laughs> oh, my God. There was, a, there was a period probably about three years ago where that was so, like, true. Mm. Like, it just, it, it, became There's, like, a game where you could type in most random words into Google images and you'd get, like, minion memes yeah. <laughs> regarding everything. I can't stand it. <laughs> and I don't need this trailer. I don't. It's need like this baseline movie. humor. It's it's get just out of here. Lowest comment. But you know what? That's what exactly. That's what I say to myself. I say, George, listen, take a moment, breathe, stare at the wall. This isn't built for you. This is for a young child. You're a thirty year old man with a job and have to pay bills. Don't worry about minions. Don't let it consume up too much of your day. I'm a 30-year-old man. Talk track repeats yeah. in your head all night as you rock back and forth. Yeah. I'm a 30-year-old man, and I, I don't mind minions. I think they're kind of funny, but uh, for, but for they for, can't pronounce banana. For 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I like the trailer. I thought the trailer for the the first Minions movie was pretty cool. I never watched the movie in the end, but I thought the trailer was kind of fun. Yeah. But this is just bringing it right back to the Despicable Me uh, franchise again. It's come a full circle. I'm like, eh, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, next up, uh, Amazon Prime's Hunters. I'm uh, I'm weirdly fascinated by this. This looks wicked. Al Pacino is unrecognizable in this. His, his, his wig or whatever. You know, I'm the wig guy on this podcast, and I fucking approve. He's like aged like 30 years since his last movie, The Irishman. It's, it's so crazy. Weird. That- it's insane. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Huh. <laughs> you, you, yeah. <laughs> look at look at him fake laughing at your shit joke. Um, but yes, uh, ex- EP yeah, by Jordan Peele. How do you watch all these TV shows? Like, how is somebody supposed to? Get there's up. so many great things coming out. Do you know what HBO is the one that gets me? Like, I just don't have enough time. And I don't have access. Mm. I, want to watch See, that, I, I want to watch that Stephen King one. And I have access to HBO now, so I'm just like, well, Wait, how can do? I watch anything else? Is yeah. that on Netflix? I've got access to everything you can how access do you get now. get HBO now? Uh, Foxtel. Oh, all right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. You've got Foxtel. Mm. I, I just, I absolutely refuse to pay 25 fucking dollars mm. a month. Fuck you, Foxtel. <laughs> no, me too. Don't get the impression oh. that I'm paying that I've got a friend who's got it. Yeah. He jacked him. Um, <laughs> next your up, friend and what multi-million-dollar company do they own? I, I'll tell you. I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> it rhymes with Perdock. Uh, next up, Fantasy <laughs> Island. I I've loved the look of this one mm. from the first trailer, and I am still really liking the look of it. I think it's maybe going to be a bit cheesier than I expected, but um, it looks trippy, a little bit psychedelic. I always like this setting. I, we were talking about that Simpsons episode with mm. Doctor Hibbert, uh, and 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 all all that's what that's based off. And uh, it's a fun setting, and they they're playing with the convention. And I, I, are they I really playing with the convention? Good. Feels well, yeah, because like... it's based on an old TV show, yeah. of course, that was about kind of granting wishes and teaching people lessons. And it, you know, it certainly wasn't a horror premise. <laughs> um, but when you see it in action like this, it feels like it it slips so naturally into that. With the whole be careful it what makes you wish sense. thing. Like it's the natural progression. Yeah. So this looks like it could very much be one of those truth or dare 
escape room type ones. Hopefully it's kind of elevated above that. that that's what I mean. Like it, it, it feels as though it's on the precipice of just being another mm. island where people get murdered. Yeah. Not that I've really um, watched any of those and apparently they're not terrible, but uh, yeah, I, I hope this, this one has some promise. I think. Yeah. If nothing else, it's Bloomhouse. Hopefully they do something interesting with it. Mm. Final trailer, Horse Girl. Uh, this is an indie piece that I was blown away by. It's I a cool trailer. Amazing trailer. I actually kind of left this off last week. It had just come out and I'm like, I don't know what this is. It looks like it's about a horse yeah, same. girl. Um, it's Netflix, but then, right? then I Yeah, and then I actually checked it out today because I heard something about the genres it was straddling. And I'm like... Okay, what's this about? And I watched the trailer. I'm like, this is really interesting. Yeah, I'm I am endlessly fascinated by things like um, schizophrenia and, and psychosis in general. Um, it it is a wildly misunderstood and endlessly terrifying disease. Um, I'm not convinced this movie is going to shed any actual light on the the scientific side of things necessarily. It almost certainly won't. But I mean, <laughs> like, it just even just from a livability, like just like the 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 kind of Put you in the moment. Perspective. Because I think that people mm. think of people with schizophrenia in a very disjointed way. Like, the, the, oh, it's crazy person. is the, And then it's kind of synonymous with um, schizophrenia. Whereas, like, the actual disease can be subtle in ways that you don't think about. It can be really terrifying in ways that you don't think about. And mm. I think that it's really good to have a character that is... And I'm assuming that this is what, that, that this is what it's about. It seems... Like it is could just be an alien abduction. Yeah, maybe. I know exactly. Right, <laughs> um, twist. Um, but I, I, I like that it, it's kind of exploring that, um, that side of it. It is um, in a lot. Uh, it is um, hereditary mm. um, in a lot of uh, cases. Um, it and and just to 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 not have it painted as the crazy person in the corner, um, I think is is just really fascinating. Um, also, I, I'm assuming here that it's a Duplass Brothers production because it's it's said from the producers of The One I Love and um, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, um, and they always make some really interesting stuff. The One I Love is a movie I really highly recommend everyone check out. Check out. It's it's kind of this quaint, almost like comedy film that I still feel like is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and I'm not sure exactly why. Um, I don't even want to delve into the premise. It's just what's it called again? Weird. The One I Love. Um, I think that's another Elizabeth Moss one, actually. But um, yeah, their stuff is is very off the off the beaten path. Yeah, this trailer kept seem, seemed to keep ramping up and and changing direction. You had sort of initially kind of a quaint indie, look like romantic comedy type mm-hmm. thing, and then it brings in these other elements with a lot of darkness to it. Well, it adding, pivots so hard halfway through, and it's just like, do you believe in alien production? I'm like, now you've got my attention, <laughs> and it's. It feels very obtuse and interesting, and I I was very impressed with this trailer. I, yeah. I very much look forward to it. Nice. Uh, final one, just to jam in here. I think this is a good call, Connor. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't me. You. I think. It's oh, been... what oh. did I do? Uh, the June logo, Delhi, Denny ah. Villeneuve's June. What's coming soon? Is 20, it Dunk? Twenty twenty one. You looked at it right. It's just the same symbol rotated four yeah. times. So it's it's kind of dunk. I liked it. No, no, it's wicked. It's a fucking sick minimalist design. I um, but it does say dunk. Fucking <laughs> wait for this. Movie. I know, I know. There's, I mean, there's, this is going to be I, the one, man. This is the one. I, I have been one. waiting for a Dune remake for. I've never watched the original, but I, I I read the books when I was a kid, and 
really loved the books. Mm. And I've been waiting th- for them to put this on film for fucking ages. And I cannot tell you how happy I was when I found out it was Denis. Uh, Villeneuve that, mm. that is going to be doing it. Like that is for me. I, I think Villeneuve might be my favorite director of the last decade. If not, he's definitely like one of my top five of all time. Mm, I, I am so unbelievably, utterly impressed with his catalog. He delivers the goods every time. Oh, he's so, he's just so fucking good, man. And so I'm, I'm super excited that he's on this project. Um, I cannot, I cannot wait for this. This is going to be so sick, man. This is going to be so disappointing. I, I'm just like, <laughs> We've hyped I this cannot up too, like. wait for this. <laughs> yeah. As long, I mean, I just, I, I rewatched uh, 2049, you know, probably in the last year or so. Same, yeah. on the big screen. Same. And it, it is such a fucking good film. Mm. Not on the big screen. Um, you know, yeah. the, the only criticism I have of it is, is that the, that uh, revolt or revolution thing kind of, Pattered out or whatever. Apart from that, it skims over pretty briefly, though. Yeah, I mean, doesn't like drag it, just, it out yeah. too badly. But um, yeah, just if 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 he takes that level of filmmaking onto this, because the story's there. Um, God, I'm gushing a bit. Could be the Star Wars for this century. I hope it's not because Star that Wars hasn't Im- been. <laughs> yeah, I I hope it's not because that would imply that there's going to be like a whole saga, and I don't need that. Well, Dune, Dune is really good. I guess I mean like in terms of the Dune original and trilogy of... and the impact it had on people. Yeah, okay. Not yeah. the the legacy we're currently living through. <laughs> Do you think that there's any th- 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 there's even room for a Star Wars? All right, you know we're we're done. I've I've got a question of the week. Okay. Do you think? Sorry, that was a really. Do we want to talk about Dune anymore? I thought your brain just shut up for a sec, no. or, yeah. or mine did. <laughs> yeah. Do we want no, to talk about no, Dune? No, no, right, yeah, because I've I've just thought of a good question of the week. Get in there. Um, do you think that there is room? For a Star Wars of our generation, or even like or, or or something similar, it's called Avengers and Endgame. If yeah, you, I would say the MCU is you, it, the closest no, no, I, I mean, to like, that role. I mean, um, sorry for the for for post now. All right, I'm still going to say the MCU. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, Pre now, and 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 if if there is, what what form do you think it will take? Like, how how do you think that'll work? Because I I just feel like we're so saturated with content. We've got. A Star Wars film, an Avenger film, uh, a Thingo film coming out. Like, there's like three major franchises coming out a year type thing. Is there going to be like a defining, you know, uh, for the 2020s, let's say, for the generation that's coming up now? Is there going to be something that they collect figurines for that they tell their kids about? TikTok. TikTok, the animated series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that it's going to be X Men versus Marvel. I think they're going to build up the X Men. And it's gonna happen like uh, versus Marvel. like an end game. It's gonna be neck level. Do so you think that MCU will be the the really the the Star Wars of? I mean, you know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say the big IP. You know, will DC take the mantle? Unlikely. They'll have a few scattering successes. But is Aquaman? You know, is Batman? Is that gonna be the next generation of Star Wars? Hard to say. Really hard to say. It has to be something completely fresh and new. If it's not the MCU, I feel like it has to be something completely... It's going to have to be like James Cameron's Avatar. You know, it's going to have to be something completely fresh and new. Yeah, I guess that would be not in terms of actually having succeeded, but that would, would be comparable. 
mean, it was the highest grossing movie of all time. I mean, it, but had, it, had, it had no impact. Lines, <laughs> but it didn't, but it didn't out the really door. change the paradigm, like not in mm. the same way that. But the, what about 3D? Yeah. It did. Oh, it yeah. did with computer generated characters. But I mean, yeah. you could make a very solid argument that that you, that you could give that mantle to Lord of the Rings because that's what kind of yeah. kicked off that. Or, or I mean, like there's other movies that I would probably. Oh boy, Jar Jar, you know, no matter what you say, that's pretty incredible <laughs> effects for 1999. Mm. For 1999, yeah. Which makes it so weird that the next movie looks so bad in comparison. What was the question again? Um, well, <laughs> uh, do you think there's room for another Star Wars? Because Star Wars is so defining of that no, time. Nothing will ever monopolize the public consciousness and global box office That's like Star asking. Wars did. Absolutely. Because, yeah, because that movie was it's, selling it's, it's out so cinemas for now. a year. Yeah, it's so As saturated Force Awakens? Huh? As Force Awakens or the 1977 Star Wars? Yeah, the original. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there, there's no way that, that you'll look back at a Because even, even if you think about it now, this will still be the year that the, the Skywalker saga ended. And so Avengers is not going to capture the consciousness in the same way because it's competing with a million other things. I don't. I would still argue the MCU is about as ubiquitous as, as Star Wars or ab- about as ubiquitous as anything nowadays can be, certainly. Yeah. And the metrics lend, lend itself to that notion. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's up for the grabbing. It's, it's up for the grabbing. <laughs> Let's grab it, guys. But uh, as long as we don't fuck I, it out. I think that the MCU and Kevin Feige just they've got their finger on the pulse, man. And I think it will guess out at some stage. Something else will take the mantle. Hopefully. But I just don't know if it's gonna be as soon as some people suspect. Mm. Let us know what you thought of this week's trailers and uh, this week's question of the week. Hit us up with a question for next week and we'll be back. We'll be back and it's going to be awesome. Birds we'll be talking prey. about Birds of Prey. Birds of mm. Prey. Harley Quinn. Review coming soon. It's going to be awesome. We've also got a new format coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. Not coming next week, though. Yeah. Very soon. 2022. We keep promising it. <laughs> stay tuned for it. See you, Connor. Catch you. See you, Ben. Bye. Bye. Bye.